Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Hail and kill, you guys. Greetings from Oklahoma. Hey, what's going on out there in Oklahoma? Well, I'm sitting on my duff here listening to you guys talk about the Aerosmith thing. I'm furious. You're it's furious? Crazy, man. Well, tell us. I'm furious. Well, unleash the fury there, uh, Ingve. Man, Joey Kramer has been in this band the whole time. How much bullshit has he put up with all those guys and all the shit they've been through? I mean, I read where they where he, they were making him pay twenty grand a week for his replacement out there in Vegas, and, and then like to be like turned away from your own rehearsal spot. That's crappy, man. It's real crappy. Do you do you agree with us that the reason is probably that he's just a pain in the ass to the other guys? Man, you know, if I had to guess, I would think that like okay, probably he had he had this injury. He's probably been on some pain medicine. Maybe, you know, Steven and Joe just don't want to be around him. I mean, you know, those guys, they act funny once they're off the shit. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, you know, anybody that's, like, under the influence is now poison to us. But, you know, like, read the book. I mean, read the book. And Steven Tyler, I mean, he's married to this girl from Tulsa for a long time. So, you know, he's sort of like a sort of folk hero around here. But I'm telling you what, man, I mean, that guy'd be the last person I'd be taking any moral advice from. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It just it just sounds so stupid that this guy that's been in the band for fifty years is is being. You have to audition. Fuck you. There's my audition tape. Right. This finger. Right. I mean, and, and I've heard you know, and it's like they've been using tracks probably since permanent vacation. Would you agree? It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, at least. I mean, you know, seriously, for me, it's like Gun With Mirrors was a kick-ass album. Tank. I loved it. But, like, every time they come around here, I pull out this tape from, like, it was a pro shot show from 77 in Houston. And every time they come around here with their $200 ticket bullshit, I sit down here with a bunch of my buddies, and we pull out this tape from 77 in Houston on the Draw the Line tour, and watch that because that's real Aerosmith. So what's like the what, what's the what's really. the drink of choice when you watch that Aerosmith tape? Lots of whiskey, man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I mean, make a mean margarita too, you know, gin and tonic. I mean, you know, whatever. But I, I just like been listening to all this all week long, and I'm just like, my God, you know. Who, who breaks it down? I've been in bands stuff. I'm still, still playing, and it's just like, I don't understand how they can sit there and, like, be okay with themselves turning this guy away from, like, a super-duper honor week like this. You know, it's like, come on. Well, well, who breaks down the analysis better, the classic metal show or anybody else? Dude, I've been listening to you guys for about two years now. And, uh, you know, I've been doing my own little podcast and stuff with a friend of mine, and, like, I'm like, you know, just kind of getting into the podcast thing because I haven't turned on my TV in like two years. And so now it's like entertainment has moved to different thing. And I'm like, the classic metal show. So I like that you guys don't just talk about music all the time. It's like different stuff, you know. I was laughing my ass off when you were out at NAM and, and Chris was, you know, it was just like no holds barred. You know, I was sitting here just laughing my ass off. I was like, 
you know, I mean, the music is cool. I love it. But the other shit's funny as hell, too, you know? Yeah, there's more to life than music. I mean, music is the soundtrack of our lives, but it affects everything we do, right? Totally, man. I mean, it's just, you know, and it hurts because I've been a Smith fan forever. Forever. I mean, my cousin saw Toys in the Attic in 75 in Hartford, Connecticut. And they turned me on to it when I was like 14, and I've just been like an Aerosmith fan forever. Well, they came here to Tulsa on permanent vacation. I had chicken pox, and I was grounded on top of it. And your buddy Dawkins opened up for him that night. Yeah, that's true. Well, there was some kind of like, I can't even remember what happened, but the story on the street after that show, this was like February 88 or something. And then the story on the street was, oh, Steven Tyler jacked off on stage, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what really happened because I didn't really know anybody else that went, but it was like, they came here and played a few times since, you know, but I've never seen them live. They're one of my favorites, but I've never seen live. But after they started using all these tracks and playing all this pussy-ass shit, I'm like, you know, there's always like one or two good tunes on each record. I mean, probably like honking on Bobo. I got into that. That was cool. Everything else, I just haven't been into it. It's just like, you know, it's not my thing. Yeah, fuck those guys. (laughs) Oh, it's a totally different band than 75, 76, (laughs) 78, whatever. Totally different. Yeah, getting clean definitely changed them. That's for sure. Well, you know, and it's like, man, back in those days, you know, rock and roll was about, you know, it was just no holds barred, you know? Everybody in the audience was messed up. <laughs> but but the deal is, with Aerosmith more than just about any other band, I mean, if you listen to, if you listen to everything where you know they were wasted, and then, I mean, they got clean for permanent vacation, and permanent vacation sounds nothing like anything pre-permanent vacation. Right. Which, when they were drug at, they were fucking, they were a better band. Even, even, no, done with, no, no kid, no kid. Done with, done with mirrors, I think they were trying to get clean, but they were failing miserably, if I remember that. And that's why you got songs like My Fist, Your Face, because they fucking hated each other, <laughs> and they wanted to punch Joe Perry in the fucking face. That's yeah, what that I mean, song was I mean, about. The stories about, like, I mean, Joe Perry was homeless by, like, 1982. Yeah. I mean, you know, like when they did the Rock in a Hard Place, Jimmy Crespo and them came along. I mean, Joe Perry was ho- reportedly homeless. I mean, Slash ended up with that Les Paul, you know, and he gave it back to Joe at his 60th birthday party, whatever it was. It was just like, man, I mean, how far, you know, they go far down and then they go way back up and then they go way down. It's just like, wow. Well, if he was I mean, homeless, if he was... If he was broken homeless in 1982, he's made $120 million since. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Off of the bad version of Aerosmith. That's after right. 15 years of the good Aerosmith. He still had no money. Then they started writing the shitty ballads, and he made $120 million. I know. And that country album, Steven Tyler, just kissed my ass. That country album, <laughs> shit. Waste of plastic. <laughs> yeah, pal. Yeah, pal. 
Well, so what else you guys going to talk about? So, so, what, so what's going on in Oklahoma? Where would you say you were from? Man, I live out near Claremore. You know where that's at? It's I like do northeast not. northeast of Tulsa on Route 66. Okay. I, I know where Tulsa is, but I don't know where Claremore, uh, Claremore is. But So what do you do? It's the home of Will Rogers. Man. Oh. It's the birthplace of Will Rogers. Okay. So what do you do? You sit out on the porch and listen to us and drink some whiskey? Well, you know, I should have been gigging tonight. This cheap-ass bar, they tried to fuck me over, so I told them I wasn't coming. <laughs> Spoken like a true rock star. Well, man, I mean, you know, I've been doing this like 25 years. You know, I've played with all kinds of people and uh, done all kinds of stuff. I'm still doing records. I'm still recording. I'm still playing. I'm just like, hook by crook, I ain't giving up, you know? Yeah. I don't think rock and roll's dead. I just think it's like... It's been, like, ruined by all this corporate bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's terrible, dude. I mean, the shit that I hear from, you know, some of my friends that are sort of up there, even, it's just amazing. I can't believe what they're telling me. <laughs> it's a tough life out there in the in the rock and roll and music world. Yeah, but, man, you know, it's a tough life sitting in a cubicle pushing papers, too. You know what I mean? Yep. That's why Chris works at home behind his green screen damn straight that is awesome <laughs> that is awesome i mean i got a few side hustles and shit you know but i mean i still just play music mostly yeah and stuff like that well there you go as long as you're happy and you're you like what you're doing well you know and that's the name of the game life's pretty long man if you're not you know doing what you like and doing what you love so what's what's the status down there in Oklahoma? You got an old lady, you banging uh, multiple chicks, or what's what's going on? Dude, I've had a decade of some fucking wild ass chicks. <laughs> I mean, I moved I moved out here like from Tulsa. I was in Tulsa like for about five years or so. Then I moved out here in like '05, and uh, I hooked up with this hillbilly chick down the road. And I mean, it's just like one of these chicks that you're like. Okay, I've heard of people like this, but I never knew any of them, really. Does she have all her teeth? So, she, well, sort of. <laughs> what does that mean, sort of? She either does or she doesn't. Well, she had like a, she had like a bridge, you know, she had a couple <laughs> on the side. And, you know, she had, a, had, she had a bridge, you know. She never really How told me that, but, you know, I figured it out after a while. How old is she? Huh? How old? Uh, let's see. That was in like I met her in like 2011 at this club in town. Yeah, and I recognized her. You know, she was like working at the electronics department, Lowe's, and I recognized her from there. I was like, start talking to her, and she's like, oh, "Well, hey, I need to ride no, home. Uh, no, I'm, no. ride home. I'm like, "Yeah, hey. sure. I live right out near there." Dude, how old was she when you met her? I think she was like 39. And she didn't have any teeth? No, she just had a little, you know, like two two teeth and a bridge or something, you know, <laughs> over on one side. She had all the red. Yeah, you know, Aeros, or, uh, Queensryche sung about her, the bridge. <laughs> right. <laughs> did she, did so she, then, did, uh, I, uh, did she rake your dick? Dude, that chick. I had a gig in Oklahoma City. I had two gigs in Oklahoma City. I brought her with me. Um, I played the first gig, and then I, I was, like, backstage, and I was taking a photograph of some people I went to college with who I hadn't seen in a long time. 
Yeah. And so she comes flying backstage, hits me in the face. The security guards grab her. Then I, you know, I get paid and I get her in the truck and I think, okay, three hours on the way home. If I can make it, I'll be happy. <laughs> well, about time we get about, I don't know, half an hour outside of Oklahoma City coming east. She starts hitting me in the balls, trying to jerk the wheels, wrecking in the guardrails, shit. And then I'm like holding her by the throat against the window, trying to like hold her off of me. So she's like squeezes off Star 55 on her cell phone. The hypos roll up on me like 10 minutes later, bust my ass for DUI, take me all the way back to Oklahoma City, throw my ass in jail. That's not funny, but it is. <laughs> Dude, it was terrible. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, well, okay, uh, you know, if they towed the truck, they're going to tow it to this little shitty town, and, of course, they're going to steal all my equipment or whatever. So I'll let her take the truck back to back out here, you know, and so... I, so I after, get wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa dude. Phone. Hold on, dude. So wait a minute. So after she's hit you in the balls and hitting you, and you got to... You gotta hold her by the throat, and she and she calls the cops. After yeah. all that, you were like, "Well, I need you to take the car home." <laughs> well, it was either that or let them tow it to this shitty little town, and the tow place would have stole all my gear. I think I might have let them tow it. Oh my God! You talk about being between a, a rock and a hard place, huh? My right God. on, man. It was just like. So I get it. I get. I get there. Oh you know, in, in the cell, and I like get on the phone immediately. And I call her mom, and I'm like, "If there's any trouble, I'm gonna fucking unleash the fury. It's gonna be bad." <laughs> so I get home. I get here. You know, like two days later after they let me out. Two days. And it was just like the biggest shit ever because I had to go through all the DUI shit, everything else. I would have made it oh if it God. wasn't for her ass. Well, did she get the truck back? Yeah, she got the truck back here, and it was all right. All my gear was still, you know, here and everything else. Oh, my God. Now, I'm curious, now, dude, how much longer, how long did you keep keep seeing her after that? <laughs> you still are, aren't probably, you? you? still are, probably aren't Probably like you? a couple of, no, 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 a couple of months. <laughs> No, maybe months. like maybe like eight or nine months off and on. Eight or nine months. <laughs> after, after, wait a minute. Just so I'm clear, a bitch that you had to damn near choke out for punching you in the balls that got you arrested, you stayed with for another eight or nine months. Well, yeah, but you know she was, oh, yeah. she was flitting around all the time, dude. She disappeared. For like four or five days at a time, you know, come back around here, whatever it is. But it wasn't like, you know, I was waiting around for her or nothing, you know. In some of those times when she disappeared and was running around, did you ever think of changing your locks? <laughs> well, she had a key to the house at that point. I got all keys. <laughs> But it, it was crazy. She ended up getting with some other dude, and uh, she went to jail for like six months over the deal. And I was like, "Finally, I'm rid of her ass." <laughs> My goodness, dude! Have you visited her in jail? 
I did not visit her in jail. No, I did not. Is she out of jail now? She's out of jail also. She's with some other dudes. It's been, you know, like, right. I think probably last time I saw her was probably like 16. Her, her parents still live down the road. Here now. Be honest. You at least had dinner with her since she's been out of jail. No, I haven't. Oh, my God. No? No. <laughs> no, like, uh, last time I saw her, it was like 16, I think. <laughs> I got to give it to you, dude. Oh, my God. You're, uh, you're one of the, you make you make those of us that have fucking sworn off dating um, confident in our decision. Jesus. Dude, wow. I mean, that, that episode you guys talk about your ex-wife and, you know, the, the salad incident and shit in Los Angeles <laughs> and Neely went through, I'm like... Dude, I know what those guys are going through. I mean, the next one was even crazier, man. I mean, oh, it's just been like happened? three in a well, row. Of just... Well, what happened with the next one? Okay, the next one. The next one oh, there's was more. like. Okay, <laughs> this was like. Hold on, hold on, dude. Neely, in case you didn't hear because you're you're having a stroke <laughs> over there laughing so hard, he thought that the next girl was even more crazy than that oh, one. Oh, my God. So, please, tell that story. Okay, so this girl was, like, the side piece for probably five years. <laughs> with the one piece. I was with, like, from, you know, say, like, oh, 2003 to 2010. She was the side piece. That's a and long so, time. Like, huh? That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, like, on, on New Year's Eve of 14, I was on my way home by 8 o'clock, and this dipshit pulled out in front of me on Route 66, totaled my truck, broke my leg. I ended up, like, going to the hospital for 17 days. I mean, I couldn't walk for, like, freaking four or five months without a walker, or cane, or crutches or something, you know? So, All this right. chick saw me, and she was like, just moved right on in, you know. She's like, oh, I can help you get around, you know, blah, 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 blah. That was a mistake. So she lived here for a while, a couple years. About the last six months, it was like. Hold on, dude. Hold on, dude. You're going way too fast. Let's let's back up a little bit. What did she look like? Was she hot? Did she have a, a couple of extra pounds on her? What she look like? No, she's a sexy chick. She's, she's blonde. A sexy... She's a, you know, she's she was a stripper like when they're in her twenties <laughs> and thirties. When I met her, she was a stripper, and she used to like dance to she used to dance to some of our music at the strip club. And that's how I kind of got to know her. Oh man, how close to thirty two was the number of her teeth? She see some of these people out here, dude. They they like get all their teeth pulled because their dentistry was just non-existent <laughs> when they were kids. So she, she, had had like a full, she had like a full upper plate, you know, even before I met her. So, so she had what, about 15 teeth? I, I think she just had, a, you know, the bottom was real, but the <laughs> top had, was all She fat. had summer teeth. <laughs> When, when you were when you were when she moved into your house, did she keep a, a cup full of water to put her teeth in at night? No, it was all on the fly. I, I found that out too, you know, like later. But it was all on the fly, you know. So I realized, you know, the whole top was fake. The bottom 
I think the bottoms were real, but the top was fake. Well, at least that's that happened. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I think like, you know, some people when they don't go to the dentist when they're kids and they got poor heredity or whatever, I mean, it's just like your teeth are just, you know, not very good. And so <laughs> rather than go through all the bullshit of trying to keep them up, they just pull them out, you know, that's what I can figure anyway. I can see that. You sound like, you sound like an amateur dentist. <laughs> What? You sound like an amateur dentist. Like, you know what you're talking about. Well, I'm, you know, I mean, I've got pretty good teeth. i got pretty good heredity. And it's like, I see other people who maybe like, you know, they didn't go to the dentist every six months when they were kids. They, you know, maybe like, you know, she did math for years in her 20s. So, I mean, that, that pretty much did her in. Dude, you, where, where is your standard here? What 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 won't you take? Oh my God, where do you draw the line there, Aerosmith? <laughs> she was a good-looking girl, though. That was the sad part about it. As long as she didn't smile. Well, her smile was pretty good. I mean, you know, oh her teeth were all right when she had her little plate in there all the time, you know? Oh my God. Did, did, so, she brush uh, teeth, did she brush her teeth by just scrubbing her hand, or what? <laughs> well, you know, she'd go back there in the back bathroom and lock the door, and I never really paid much attention. And then, you know, one day I kind of come across some uh, dental, dental adhesive, and I was like, I wonder if she has an upper plate or lower oh plate or what the deal is, you know? And I kind of started noticing, looking and stuff, and then that's when I realized, it's like, man, she Dude, didn't have you? any teeth on the top. On the top. Were, you, were you doing meth with some of these chicks? Be honest. See, I've never done meth. Out here, it's just like, look around. You'd <laughs> never want to do meth if you looked around and seen the kind of shit that it'll do to you. You just don't want to do it. Yeah, well, I, look, I don't even need to go out there to know that. Just a, Right. Uh, I'm sure you guys got it crazy up there, too, right? It's crazy everywhere, dude. Everywhere you go sad. It's sad when you see these people who just ruin their life on the shit. Have you ever dated a chick that has all her teeth and not a, and doesn't have a meth problem? Sure have. <laughs> when was that? Well, the one that I was with from like, you know, 03 to 2010, she had all her teeth. <laughs> she didn't do meth. <laughs> she had a job, you know. It was she cool. had a job. You like the crazy, don't you? You like the crazy. You like the challenge See, I've of it. I've been in a band for a living. I mean, you know, it's just like, you know, the, yeah. the scheduling, dude, the timing dude, is crazy. I hate to tell you this, dude. They work all the time I, and they can't take it. Dude, I'm going to give you the national perspective. If you play in a band and the best you're doing is a chick with fucking 14 teeth, your band's not very good. Well, you haven't even heard us. So you, you can't really say that with real life. <laughs> I know what you're drawing, and I know what you're fucking. <laughs> I know you're fucking well, a chick. I, I didn't fill in all the blanks. I, I didn't fill in all the blanks, you know. Mm. You, 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 the chicks that you're pulling at your gigs to have have less teeth than fucking bones in their leg. Well, I was just two of them. <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> Dude, you're killing me. You've given me the best, best laugh in a long time. Oh, my God. Dude, well, you, I didn't tell you the story about the second one. Well, tell, tell the us story. the story. Listen tell us. You're, you're killing me. All right, go, so go ahead. to the point. It, it got so bad where the band was like, we don't want her around. At the game, hold on. She was living with you when this happened. Yeah. <laughs> but the band, yeah, your gig, your gig with the band, they didn't want her around, even though she lived with you. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, okay. She's like, no. So she comes to the gigs and get drunk, and I'm sure she was doing that. <laughs> Before that, too. You whatever. were sure so she was doing they meth? They were like, huh? You were sure she was doing meth? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, you know. Come on, Neely. It's acceptable. She only lived with me, but, I, you know, what? whatever. I didn't keep track of her. <laughs> so, so, so one day, you know, we're playing over here at Grand Lake, and oh my God. the band's, like, coming over to rehearse in the afternoon, and then we're going to go do the show that night. Well... I told her, I said, look, you got two choices. You can stay in the back of the house or you can leave because we're going to rehearse and then we're going to go do the gig tonight and you're not invited. <laughs> so she right. got really pissed and left. You're not invited, but your friend can't come. <laughs> right. So, so we get done rehearsing and I go out to the truck and I notice the front tire's a little low. <clears throat> oh, no. Okay. And I'm just like, so I get the air compressor out, and I start, like, trying to pump some air in the front tire. I'm like, well, shit, there's this nice little razor cut in the valve core in the front tire of my Suburban. I'm like, this bitch cut the valve core before she took out of here. Or maybe she just bit it with those fucked up teeth of hers. Good then. So by that time, the band was already on their way over to the show, so I put the spare on. I get about 15 miles uh, to the east of here, and the spare just disintegrates. <laughs> so meanwhile, I've got like three quarters of the band equipment with me. So I called right. the bass player and said, hey, come back here with the truck and pick me up on the side of the road in Pensacola. I'm over here broke down with a no spare. So they, they, get, they come back, they pick me up, we get the gear in their truck, I get to the gig, we're like an hour late starting. And uh, and so, like, after the first set, she shows up over there. All right. And so the bartender's like, is this girl with you? Because if she is, we're going to ask her to leave. She's acting stupid and <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, you know, she is with me, but she, spo she knows she's not supposed to be at the show tonight. <laughs> and if you need to ask her to leave, you just go right ahead. I'm okay with that. All right. So... They ask her to leave. She throws a drink on the dance floor. Glass shatters everywhere. She right. gets my camera that's like on the tripod. She throws it on the concrete. <laughs> then like she like gets in her car and just burns rubber out of the parking lot. And so okay. like just so happened that night there was a guy that was like a volunteer fire department, you know. So he's like, oh, I've let my law enforcement friends know in three counties that she's out on the lease so she'll probably be pulled over tonight for DUI and blah blah blah, blah. so I'm like okay so uh <laughs> the end of the show we load up the bass player's truck 
they come back here, they drop me off, and unload the gear onto the porch. Uh, about, you know, 30 minutes later, here she comes, busts through the gate in her car. <laughs> busts the gate off the hinges. All right. Starts acting stupid when she gets inside. I just put her in a chicken wing and threw her ass right out the front door. I'm like, you're not going to act that way around here, you know? So she gets it back in her car. She takes off on 66 towards Claremore. And I'm just, like, fearful for other people's lives. I call the hypos, and I'm like, hey, you need to pick up this little, uh, you know, red car on the way to Claremore on 66 between here and, you know, Foil and Claremore. And, she, you know, she's intoxicated beyond belief. She's probably on drugs. And uh, you need to pick her up. So they're like, well, we can't really do anything unless we see an infraction. I was like, hey, after 25 years of driving in this piece, piece of shit state of yours, I know that's bullshit. You know, you pull me over because my tag light's too dim, you know? So don't give me that shit. Her tail light's out. I know you can work with that. All right. So about 20 minutes later, here she comes again. <laughs> so... I just I just shut the door and lock the door. She picks up my one of my um, JBL monitors is out on the porch. She picks that up and throws it through the window next to the front door. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell's wrong? I mean, what the hell's going on here? So, you know, I, I called Rogers County Sheriff, you know, and they're like. Uh, oh, excuse me, sir, do you have time to take a survey? I was like, do you not hear this breaking glass and screaming? I mean, you need to get somebody out here really quick, or, you know, you're going to have to just send the meat wagon, you know? <laughs> the meat wagon? So, <laughs> so they get out here about 45 minutes later, and they're like, well, you know, she's, she's living here. This is her house to tear up just as much as it is yours. I was like, no, at this point, she's just a tenant of mine. Well, <laughs> she's been here for over four days with all her belongings. This is her house, too. I'm like, no, that's not that's not the way this goes. Yes, it is. That's the way the law is. I saw that on live TV. Like, yeah, so, so then they go, well, she's got a warrant out for her in Osage County, but they don't want to come pick her up, and we don't want to take her over there. So what do you want us to do besides... <laughs> take you to jail and i was like take me to jail for what do tell they're like what usually needs to huh what were they going to take you to jail for that's what i was asking them i was like i want you to get the sheriff out here and i want you to have him tell me what you're taking me to jail for because i didn't drink a thing that night i was like man this is going to be some fireworks so i need to be on my game and and so they were just like when I bowed up to them and told them they weren't taking me to jail, they figured it out that I wasn't going to go for it, that I knew my rights and I knew what was going on. And I was like, you're not taking me anyplace. This crazy bitch is, you know, blown through my gate, smashed out my window, fucked up one of my longest-running and best-paying gigs ever, and you're going to try to take me to jail over it? I'd just love for your sheriff to come out here and explain it to him. Right. <laughs> so, they, so they give her a ride to Claremore and drop her off at QT. And then, like, 
you know, so the next day is Sunday, right? So my truck is still out there on the road, broke down. I couldn't get a spare tire to get out there, uh, bring it back here. Well, you know, she's calling me all day Sunday. Oh, I'm coming out there. I'm coming out there. You know, I'm getting my truck. I'm getting my stuff, and I'm getting my dog, and I'm getting my car, blah, 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 and all this shit. And I'm just like, no, you're not. <laughs> so sure enough, about 5 o'clock, she shows up out here. And uh, I grabbed the rifle and come around out, out around the back door, and I, I had the rifle drawn, you know. And I'm just like, here's your dog. Get the fuck out of here. And so, like, the whole time, here's what I did. I was like, this girl had no money, nothing. And I was like, all right. So, so the whole Sunday, I was sitting here drinking iced tea by the gallon. And so, like, every time I had to piss, I just open up her car door and piss in the back seat. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, we're talking like in the course of 12 or so hours, I drank four or five gallons of iced tea and I probably pissed in the back seat eight or nine times. Oh my God. (laughs) So she gets her car and takes off. Yeah. And, uh, then there was like a couple of restraining orders after that. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm just going to say this, I got a, I, I, I'm just, I'm just making an assessment here. I got a feeling you're a handful as well, man. I don't think <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, dude, listen. I mean, yeah, I am a handful. I'll admit it. But I mean, look, you know, you seem like. These crazy chicks just seem to be magnetized towards me or something. I don't know. Can't imagine why, dude. I can't imagine why. Dude, dude, how long has it been until you waited until you could unburden yourself on somebody? What do you mean? Where you could just let it all out. Tell these stories. Oh, man, no. I've told a few people the story. <laughs> but but you really wanted to tell us, right? Well, I mean, you guys would appreciate it. Cause it's, just, it's like you can't make this shit up, you know? <laughs> we definitely do. <laughs> this is going to be its own segment. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> it's going to open the best of in 12 months. I mean, it was crazy, crazy. Wow. And so, like, so that was, you know, that was 17 when that happened. Wow. And then and then I got with this other chick. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, this girl, dude, everywhere we went, she just swore up and down that I was looking at some girl's tits. I was looking at her ass. I was just like, look, I'm fucking playing a gig. That means you look at the audience. That means you engage the audience. And it was uh, do, crazy. Uh, do we have it a, t- do, we have a teeth, we do we have a teeth count on this one? <laughs> you guys are obsessed with the teeth, aren't you? Well, if you don't yeah. take care of if you don't take care of business upstairs, you're certainly not taking care of business downstairs. <laughs> well, like I said, you know, it's like. Out here, man, some of these places, the water's really bad. And like, <laughs> the water! <laughs> really? What's the water filled with? Stones? 
<laughs> no, man. It's like the water just rots away your teeth. Plus, you know, like like I said, <laughs> water's doing it. Well, What's you know, I know other people that like they go to the dentist, and the dentist will say, "Hey, you lived in so and so and so and so." And it's like, yeah, I grew up there, and uh, we never went to the dentist. And so by age 30, they've had all their teeth pulled, you know? I don't think it was the water. I don't know. I'm not a dentist, dude. I don't know. I think it was lack of toothpaste and a toothbrush. Maybe so. Dude, with the, with the chicks that you've picked so far, I guarantee you're not a dentist. <laughs> I mean, my teeth are pretty good, man. I mean, I'm 47, and I've had, like, you know, one cavity. (laughs) And uh, I had, like, a root canal earlier in the year. Well, what kind of these girls living in that got the corn syrup in their their water? What's that? There's pure corn syrup coming out of the faucet. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, it's like. The mess thing is a big deal, you know. When you do mess, you just go shit and hurry. What's the water made of? Coca-Cola? Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, my God. Man, look it up online. It's like in Claremore, the water is as bad as the water in Flint, Michigan. Seriously. Oh, man. I live outside of town. I'm on rural water. so And I've been here 15 years, and it's like, so, you know, it's bad. Oh, man. I guess. Dude. You you have supplied me with some of the best entertainment I've heard in a long time. Oh. Well, man, you guys do. I've been listening to y'all, like I said, for a couple of years, oh. and it's like I keep try, I keep finding more stuff on YouTube and more stuff on your site and all these other pages. I think it's totally bullshit what YouTube is doing with everybody. It's crazy. It's like, what are you gonna like tell me what I can say and what I can't say? Yeah, pretty much. Judge this and hate speech and everything else it's fucking nuts yeah do you own any guns you're damn right i do <laughs> and they told you you had the shotgun on the other chick when he was pissing in her car <laughs> i mean i never shot anybody or nothing but out here you know you need one man i, mean, I haven't shot anybody or nothing hey, dude you need one just for the chicks you date jesus <laughs> it, it would be justifiable homicide. I, 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 if Judge Aiken were in charge, he certainly would cut you loose. Not guilty, baby. Well, that really pissed me off when she threw that JBL monitor through the window. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that JBL monitor, I don't know if you know about JBL, but I mean, for years they used to be made in the USA, Northridge, California. And, you know, mm-hmm. about, I don't know, 2010. They shipped all the shit overseas, and now it's just junk like everything else. And so this monitor is like one of the ones made in Northridge, and it it survived. So this was my thing. And the only what? Of course it did. It wasn't made of the same shit that girl made her teeth out of. (laughs) So my my deal was like this. So I look up JBL online after all this shit happened, and I was like, man, I got to get an endorsement deal out of this. And so my deal, my thing was going to be like, um, what was it? It was like, it was going to be a picture of me on stage with the JBL monitor, rocking the stage, and then a picture of it like through the window in my house or a, a jealous rage, JBL rocks, whatever, something like that. 
that's when I realized that they were now being made in China or something. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's not the same kind of thing anymore. And I was like, kind of disappointed. But I mean, it still works. I still use it. It's amazing that it works. Because I mean, this window is, you know, three by three or something like that. I mean, she just threw this thing right through the window. I had to replace the window completely. And it, it still made it. It still works. Well, dude, you know what I'm going to call this segment tomorrow when I cut the What's show? That? It's going to be called I'm a Gum Fighter Looking for Love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you guys might appreciate it. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow. What a story. Yeah. What a bunch of stories. Yeah. Uh, you're you're giving Lou oh, from, dude, you're you're giving so you're you're giving Lou from the Lou a run for his money. <laughs> yeah, I always get a kick out of listening to him talk about it. You know, <laughs> I think I think you two are brothers separated at birth. I don't know, man. My dad grew up in Kansas City. <laughs> My mom grew up in uh, Connecticut. I was born overseas, and so I ended up down here. You know, probably. I don't know, late 70s, we moved to Oklahoma. Oh, my God. So I'm kind of a weirdo as far as Oklahomans go. You know, I'm it's not from here. I was born part. here. Huh? I said, I agree with that part. You are kind of a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like the pot calling the kettle black, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm a, dude, believe me, I know I'm all kinds of fucked up. You're you're one of my guys. I can guarantee you're definitely a Chrysophile more than a Neely-phobe. Oh, Fuck you. Yeah. Dude, I, both of you guys are entertaining. I get a laugh out of all of it. Seriously. <laughs> that was so awesome. You guys got to interview Frank Marino. That was kick-ass, man. <laughs> no. Of all the interviews we've done, you zeroed in on Frank Marino? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Mahogany Rush, man. Funny. Dude, I played with Robin Trower three times. Whoa. Molly Hatchet, Sleep at the Wheel. I mean, I played with all, a lot of these guys like that, you know? And I, I, I'm a real musician type. I, I really like the underground stuff. Apparently. <laughs> well, what was your name again, dude? I'm sorry. What was your name? My name's Matt Mason. All right, Matt. And I'm not the dude from Indiana. Everybody thinks I'm the dude from Indiana that was on Nashville Star. <laughs> he, lives, he lives in Nashville now, but I get... Like more fan mail for that dude than I get for me, you know it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Matt Matt Mason from uh, Oklahoma, you're welcome to call back and give us one of your crazy stories anytime. You know what? Dude, you got, I got you a website. Or... Hey, like... hey, Matt, Matt, you got a what? website or a Facebook or whatever for your band? Plug I your do. Band. I got all of it, man. Just hit Hurricane Mason dot rock. Hurricane Mason. Yeah. All right. Hurricane Mason dot. What is it? Rocks, R-O-C-K-S. Dot rocks, okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. just send me a message there. I'll send you some records or whatever, downloads, or whatever you guys want. All right. 78s? <laughs> I haven't done that yet. 45s? But I've got like CDs, downloads, whatever, you know? It's just like no holds barred, man. I mean, people like, they're not buying CDs like they used to, and it's yeah. like so freaking expensive to make these records like in short <clears> runs. It's like, you know, I don't know what to do anymore, really. Send me a couple like, of eight you know, tracks. <laughs> send, send Chris a couple of tracks. I still have people ask for cassettes sometimes. <laughs> 
Send some MP3s, dude. I'll, I'll hit you up. You send some MP3s. I promise after this call, you've earned getting your shit played. Run right on, man. Hey, keep rocking. Hail and kill. God, I thought you were going to die over there. Oh, my God, dude. That guy, that that guy lives lives a life that I thought you and I had some bad stories. My God. Not even close. Not even close. His his band slogan is progressive, y'alternative. 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 Blues rock and country roll from the heartland. Nice. Well, Matt. Uh, well, Matt Mason, you certainly were the call of the night. That's for sure. Amen. If Matt Mason wants to send some music, we will play yeah, it we'll, next week. We'll, we'll give. It, we'll we'll play some music of his. So, I'm going to play some Aerosmith for Matt Mason in uh, Oklahoma. All right. Because to be honest with you, Chris. I don't know where he draws the line. So here it is. It's Aerosmith exclusively here on your classic metal show.